0: This call is now being recorded. Yo Dirty. What's up? All right. Uh thanks everyone for joining us. This is the Master Blaster Podcasters putting misinformation on Blast. Um on behalf of Dirty, I just heard from on um, Jesus. We got we're back to the nitty gritty today. We've been doing some episodes lately about horror movies and entertainment news and all this great stuff. Back to it. Today we have we got uh, mass shootings and gun control. Um, This subject, I got to tell you, dirty. When I do my when I do my research, it really boils my blood. Like some of the this is one of the most serious subject topics we're going to discuss, and it really boils my blood. What we're going to talk about is try to define maybe mass shootings. We're going to do mass shootings first, and then the circumstances we'll describe will probably be a reason that hopefully you could agree that we need some more gun control in this country. We'll try to describe uh statistics have been hard to come by. We'll try to define mass shooting. Uh Maybe describe a few different mass shooting instances. I know I have one in Highland Park I'd like to talk about a little bit. And, uh, Dirty, you're going to have some things about Alaska you want to talk about. Um, so let's get right into it. As far as defining mass shootings, you know, there really isn't one definition, unfortunately. Uh, if you look at Wikipedia, which I looked at first, it describes shootings of four or more people <coughs> in a specific instance, Um but if I go to total number of mass shooting deaths in 2023, it says there's 137. Now, if you go to CNN, according to them, there's been more than 400 instances. Excuse me, more than 400 instances in 2023 alone of mass shooting circumstances. If you go to Axios, has spent more than 500. So it depends on. It's hard to get statistics that can say this is definitively definitively how many deaths and injuries there are. Based on the subject, um, I, what I'm guessing is when I think of a mass shooting, I think of something premeditated, something is planned. Somebody has a specific a uh, target. Either it's religious, religiously motivated. Maybe you're targeting a uh, a church. Maybe it's politically motivated. You're targeting a political building or a political area. Uh, maybe you're just an angry asshole loser who's been put down. Somebody made fun of your glasses or somebody made fun of your pants. I don't mean to, uh, minimize bullying or, I do actually think that's a major, uh, thing, could be a major thing to talk about. But when you, when you go to the extent of trying to shoot up a school or something because of it, then all of a sudden I, I, I really don't care about your cause nearly as much. As I care about the people, the innocent people you killed. Um, so uh, we'll get into uh, like, let's get into it right now, Dirty. What would you like to talk about as far as either personal instances that you've uh, witnessed firsthand or national mass shooting instances that you want to talk
1: about? We can talk about national. <laughs> um, I looked it up, and uh, on Saturday, this last Saturday, the 16th, there was a shooting in Romeoville, Illinois. On Sunday, uh, there was a shooting in Boston and El Paso, Texas. Um, Monday, there were two shootings, one in Spring Lake, North Carolina, and another in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, and that's just, you know, like I said, recent. Um I just think it's a it's a huge problem and uh it's it one of the issues I noticed is uh when they report on this is the one thing is one thing they do is uh they won't mention the shooter necessarily sometimes, but what happens is uh they'll post or somebody will leak like a manifesto of a shooter. And what it does is it like for future shoot, man- you know future shooters mass shooters uh they study the manifestos uh it's a whole like it's a whole scene um like each shooter especially regarding like white nationalist shooters um it's a whole scene they study it they they honor these people um and it, it just, uh, it's, it's like, it's, it's just a sick thing. You know, it's similar, it reminds me of, uh, people who collect Nazi, Nazi memorabilia or people who collect, uh, serial killer, uh, victim memorabilia. Uh, they, you know, they go on 4chan or, you know, the dark web and, uh, they just get a bunch of notes and they, they plot out their, 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 their killing.
0: Um. Now you're saying that the, Uh, And by the way, uh, to end the definition of mass shootings, I think some reports on mass shootings have to do with, you know, if a guy comes home from work, has a tough day, shoots his wife, shoots his child, and then shoots himself, technically that some people say it's three or more killings rather than four or more. That would technically go under a mass shooting because it's three or more people. But I consider mass shootings to be out in public rather than within a household, within a family. Uh, but are you talking about um, the people that are influenced by mass shooters that study it and try to come up with their own right. way to get famous? Right.
1: Yeah. They, they, uh, they study it. Yeah. They, it's a hot thing now. It's a sick, sick thing within this country. Uh, it, you know, and it inspires, it inspires people. Um, it, I I was looking in the paper, and, uh, even here, there were two high school students that luckily they prevented the the event from happening. Um, but two high school students planned a mass shooting at, you know, downtown here in Juneau, and then two middle schoolers were arrested after they were planning a mass shooting. Uh, and that's like, that's like, Seven blocks, I guess you would say, from where I live. Um, it's 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 kind of an epidemic. Now, what do
0: you think, Dirty? About, I mean, supposedly half of the mass shootings, we know that they're planned. Half of them are planned and executed, uh, or before the executions happen, before it's executed, planned. the plan, the mm-hmm. plan is developed on the internet. So supposedly, if we are monitoring the internet, which is a big thing, when you talk about uh, Facebook uh, and when you talk about Twitter, the owners of those companies, uh, Zuckerberg and Scum—I mean um, Musk—those guys are are not very eager to give over information to the government when it comes to them trying to research and prevent these things from happening. I mean, do you think there should be more cooperation from these social media sources to allow the government to go and monitor, possibly pick out these people and be able to stop it before it happens?
1: Yeah, I think they're part of the problem. I I there's only so much of the uh there's only so much of the right of privacy and freedom of speech argument that you can do. I think it you draw the line when you when you start killing people, or you know, with you know intentions to harm people, uh, I think they should be uh, they should be totally cooperative with the government. I I, I don't give a shit anymore. I'm just, I just I get tired of this argument where it's my freedom, and but it's like affecting everybody else, like smoking cigarettes. It's like yeah, great. How about you know? the freedom?
0: Yeah, how about the freedom not to die?
1: Right. It's like what about us? So I yeah I think they're a big problem. I uh those uh, yeah in the dark web as well. It's just it's hard
0: to deal with. So dirty. When do you think this became like it's becoming like a badge of honor for these shooters, like a rite of passage into whatever type of manhood they think that they're entering? I don't mean to go this direction. I mean like it's part of the episode though. What can you try to get behind the mindset? of somebody that's planning this of how you could get so um I don't know how your your soul could get so dark I guess I don't know how else to say it um how 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 does somebody get to this point where the the solution is to go on a rooftop and take out a bunch of people
1: Yeah um I know it varies but a couple a couple ways I've noticed is uh, it's either white nationalists, <clears throat> incels, or disgruntled like employees, um, and you'll see you'll see. Uh, also, we could say you know we could all say Trump inspires people to freak out. Um, yeah it just become this thing where after Columbine I guess uh the two shooters from that event became uh they became like popular like in the underground and uh inspired people. Like there's people who who are are uh who are they they're fascinated by this and they want to replicate or they want to re- repeat the scenario. Um and you know, the access to guns. I think it's just become it's become a sick trend.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, the, the modus operandi of the people that are committing these crimes are sort of outcasts. People they're outcast either by their peers in schools. They feel that maybe they're being replaced. The great replacement theory. I don't know if that has something to do with it. Uh, they feel that. The country is slipping away from what they consider to be good. I don't know if they consider the 1950s and the 1940s to be the golden time. Uh, they're somehow reacting against a previous government uh, standoff like in Ruby Ridge and in, in Waco. Um, do you know, by the way, with Waco, I know that, that was there is reports of child abuse and statutory rape um cult like activity, massive collections of weapons. Uh which by the way, that was the same thing in Ruby Ridge, I guess there is a there was a warrant out for the guy's arrest. And yeah. they he it the court date because he had there was he was he violated some sort of law about having a gun out in public. They went to he didn't show up for his court appointment. They went to his home and he refused to go with them at first to caused a standoff. And I guess a government employee or maybe it was a local sheriff or something uh, shot his dog. I don't know if it was by accident or what, then it created this big standoff. Mm-hmm. Um, what, do you, what do you know about those? Those are two cases that are heavily referenced by mass shooters and has influenced a lot of, of future mass shootings. Uh, do you know yeah. anything about those two cases?
1: Yeah. Randy Weaver was in Ruby Ridge. She was a, he, he was a, White nationalist, anti-Semite, um, you know, he hated the government, go thought it was, huh?
0: I said, go figure.
1: You know, uh, just, just, uh, just a, just a douchebag. Um, you know, he endangered his family. Uh, but yeah, the ATF and the FBI discovered him and, you know, they, they were trying to apprehend him and, and they, uh, they shot him and his wife. Killed him, turned him into a martyr uh, And then you could Say that about uh, David Koresh Who wasn't, he wasn't necessarily A white nationalist but The argument of uh, you know The government coming in and taking your guns uh, Was used And you know he was honored as well uh, And The thing with the Branch Divinians like they had a hook up I believe through the military And uh, someone you know Who was enlisted and had access to to all these weapons so they were they were able to get like heavy armor, you know, heavy heavy weapons, A K forty sevens, M sixteens, uh, because they believed that, you know, that it was the end times and he was the he was the he was the savior.
0: Right. Um yeah, those are two very uh very famous cases. Unfortunately the perpetrators got kind of famous, I'm not saying Weaver did, but certainly David Koresh has been a name um, uh, he became sort of a folk hero for those people Yeah. yeah. Um, do you have any uh, now I heard that we were talking before that you had some sort of information about a school shooting in Alaska that was something that you had researched
1: that's just what I mentioned that there were two of them Two different instances where there was two high school kids, and luckily the like local law enforcement foiled that, and then two middle schoolers who were thirteen each you know thirteen years old each um they were they were trying to basically like plan their own mass shooting at school um and they they both you know all four of them had access to weapons and luckily like the the middle schoolers were they were really loose-lipped and and a kid and a fellow student had overheard what they said and reported it and luckily they were uh it was it was nipped. And this isn't mass shooting but there was also uh another person had shot up and killed somebody a 23-year-old man uh he had he had a weapon he had access to weapon he shouldn't have had access to uh and he killed someone shot him and uh so it's just uh it, it's it's like a trend and you know it's part of our society so you know the kids the kids uh you know living in Alaska kids get have access to weapons. Um I I have uh my one of my son's friends he's got a whole arsenal weapon, he's a he's a you know, gun collector and he's got like a shitload of guns like thirty or forty. Uh he always likes to he used to always like to show me until it was made you know he was until it was made known that I, I don't like that. Um but it's it's just uh there's super super easy access to get guns here and heavy weapons like there's one store that t- sells a tank buster. And uh like a fifty caliber rifle. And uh it's just you know what, it's so it it's, is it's ridiculous. for I don't fucking know, dude. That's why I, I don't. I don't understand it. It's like, why would you have something so heavy? Like, when when the hell would you use it? And like, I, I just don't get it. Yeah. But I'm not a you know I'm not a Certainly not for you.
0: Right? Certainly not for hunting, as you mentioned before. If you have an AR fifteen, you're going to splatter the entire animal all over the right. year to everything that's inside the animal. If you supposedly want to eat is going to be splattered somewhere right. and not usable. So none of it makes sense. We, we're going to have a segment in the gun control uh, portion, where we talk about the ease and access to the weapons, what we can do to minimize that, because there's way too many weapons out there, way too many people that have weapons that shouldn't have weapons. Uh, We'll go into detail about that. Uh, Before we do, the biggest mass shootings in the history of the United States, I mean, the biggest one is Las Vegas, happened in 2017, 61 dead, 867 injured. Eight hundred and sixty-seven people were injured in the Las Vegas mass shooting in 2017. There was an Orlando nightclub in 2016 that was shot up. Fifty total deaths, fifty-eight injured. By the way, right. fifty-eight injured doesn't include if you're dead, you're, de- you're not including. You're not considered injured and dead. So injured is a separate statistic. So 108 oh, yeah. people affected by that. Virginia Tech. University, they yeah. a shooting at 27, 32 people dead, 23 injured. You know, when you talk about sometimes people going to work and, and shoot up a place, it was almost a running joke back in the 90s. when right. there was not a lot of mass shootings, still too many. But there was a, there was a running joke about postal employees. Uh, going postal became a, a meme, I guess, uh, or saying back in the day. I mm-hmm. remember there was even a joke about it on Seinfeld. Because uh, Newman, one of the characters on there, is a postal employee, and I believe it was George who said, "Oh, you're a postal employee, huh that, aren't you the guys that go nuts and go on a rooftop and shoot people immediately right. Newman comes back and just pauses and goes sometimes and, and yeah. it was like it was almost like a joke- it's obviously not a joke anymore it was almost it was so infrequent that people were were allowed to joke about it without having it have such a serious connotation, whether not or not it should have been joked about in the first place that's your own opinion, but, but yeah, there's so many instances of. I can't think of any place. It's almost like they're picking places where people feel safe. You feel safe inside of a school. You should. You should feel safe inside of a church. Um, even a type of. Yeah. So it's like it's it's fun, it's so evil in the first place to do mass shootings of innocent people. But number two, to go to the places where they feel the most safe. It's it's it, besides the actual physical carnage, the type of psychological carnage it does to a community, and you have a, a church that you don't feel or school you don't feel um safe in, it's hard to detect that in this, or to display that in statistics as far as what that does to a community. Um I know you they'd be hoping that it doesn't get hit up again but the fact that it happened in the first place must have severe consequences to people and how they conduct their life. Can you imagine being in a mass shooting and how it would affect you in the future, where you feel safe at, where you want to go, how antisocial it must, must make you. There must be some very serious uh, post-traumatic stress associated with people once they experience this.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, it's It's, it's it's causing PTSD i had a you know i had a friend who was younger and when she went to high school she would wonder that and also her her dad was a teacher and he wondered that as well that was always something in the back of his mind and it's just um it's ridiculous that it's come to this um it's it's just not normal it's like a very abnormal uh particularly american Issue.
0: It is particularly American, because if you look at – I know the stats I see, they, they put red markers all over different countries and the places where they're happening. There is obviously some terrorism going on. There's always been some terrorism in Europe from surrounding countries. Mass shootings is different because terrorism acts, so some of these acts of terrorism, like in France or different places, are coming from uh, non-citizens, sort of non-French citizens or people outside going in and trying to uh, disrupt their lifestyle. It's time to start talking about mass shootings in America and quantifying them versus what is an? In, how big are the internal threats versus the external threats? They passed the Patriot Act way back when because of the threat of outside terrorism from from Muslims, or Muslim countries. So how on earth, when the whole country was, I, I, excuse, excuse me with this, I was about to say the whole country was on board with the Patriot Act. They weren't back in the day. People thought it was a means for the government to listen to our phone calls. Um, but at the end of the day, they still passed the law, and they weren't able to actually stop some occurrences uh, that were planned out that they caught, It it supposedly was successful. It's it time was. to start thinking about these mass shootings in America, uh, and, and I'm not saying that they should be, these sh- shooters should become famous. I'm saying that the government should do research on how the mass shooters are becoming mass shooters. What are the specific reasons why some citizens are turning into mass shooters. I mean, it's it's profiling, but guess what? Profiling is, is how you can nip some of these things in the bud. Because what, what is the greater danger to us in the last, since 9-11? What's the greatest danger outside? Uh, violence of, of outside sources, like uh, out, uh, foreign terrorists or domestic terrorism? And I think that, Jerry, you and I have talked about this a lot. Domestic terrorism is by far... The number one threat to American people, much more so than outside sources.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's funny. After uh, before nine eleven, they were there was a big uh, crackdown on you know militias and white supremacist organizations. But once nine eleven hit, everything was geared towards Muslims. Uh, so Islamophobia was kicked in. And they had they just went full force and basically affected our rights as citizens and it started uh cracking down on you know any any they they went through a lot of muslim neighbor- Muslim neighborhoods throughout the country uh and you know started surveilling so then what ends up happening is all the attention is taken away from a lot of these uh uh militias and white nationalist groups and now they're they're you know they infiltrated the uh law enforcement military uh you know doctors like there's all these different uh FBI agents there's all these different ways or uh different groups and uh, organizations that are in uh, uh, around us and it's like the emphasis towards you know trying to trying to stop this or prevent it is like minor. The Republicans every time it's like every time this comes up they scoff at it, they whine about it, oh you're taking our rights away but they had no problem like ruining you know the Muslim population of this country and destroying the Middle East you know to fight terrorism but we have it here and it's it's majority white nationalist groups but they don't want to touch them. Like there there's always these like weak ass excuses that oh you know i don't want to upset people i mean we're talking about the people who call everybody else snowflakes the republicans in the government and even the democrats are scared to upset these people and it's just like we have a problem and every time this this comes up they make like the just horrible excuses as people just literally die children die um you know it's just they don't want to do anything about it and in fact what I noticed is that uh, some states like Florida and Texas, and all, they make it – they pass laws after mass shootings and make it easier to access weapons with almost no safety precautions. Right.
0: Immediately after there's a mass shooting, immediately the immediately. NRA steps and says, oh, uh-oh, this can't affect the sales of guns. If it does, the we all – None of us are making money, so they immediately step in. And I have a great example of this before I tell my story about the yeah. example of what you're talking about, how the right wing steps in, immediately tries to uh, calm people down when people should be upset. Uh, you made a, a point about children. The number one cause of death in children in America are guns. Number one, it's not automobile accidents. Uh, it's not carnival rides or it's not any other. It's 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 guns. And that's why when people, this is not a generalism when politicians go to bad for communities and for the countries and say, why aren't you, um, why aren't you creating more laws to save children? It literally is affecting children <clears throat> to the form of that's the number one way that they die. I mean, if you have kids and you're not about reforming gun laws so that less people have them, then I guess I don't know what to say to you. I mean, I don't even have any kids that I'm, I'm like, well, oh, what about the kids? I mean, if you're a parent, I just I just don't understand that. Um, in fact, you know what? I heard on the news recently that uh, Larry David confronted Elon Musk at a restaurant. They were at the same restaurant. And he went up there, and there was a mass shooting that happened where Elon Musk made a comment about – um oh I you know that's you, there's nothing you 're going to do to change that like you can 't change the gun laws and too many people already have guns, which I know there's a lot of people that do, but his he then he immediately morphed into this and by the way don 't let the Democrats fool you they 're going to lie about it they 're going to do whatever they can to take your weapons away and i 'm never going to vote Democrat again because they have an evil an evil agenda, and it 's time to start voting Republican all the time. An evil agenda, I mean, stopping, um, trying to stop mass shootings and gun deaths and, and the number one death of children is, is an evil agenda. He is right. fucked, completely fucked. And Larry David yeah. walked up to him and basically said as much. He's like, you're fucked. How the fu- how the hell can you vote? Tell everybody that, you know, Republican is the way to vote when, <clears throat> after a mass shooting, when Democrats are trying to revise these laws. Um, some of the people supposedly with the biggest brains are either the most compromised or the least sensible when it comes to revising these laws that are killing so many people. Um, Yeah. I'm going to tell my one story about uh, here in Illinois, something that happened to back up what you were saying about how the left and the right react to these different situations. In July 4th, and I live in Chicago, on July 4th there's a very affluent Neighborhood in North Side, Chicago, maybe certainly one of the top three to five affluent neighborhoods or portions of Chicago. One of the, one of the districts is Highland Park, uh, which is a community on the North Side uh, against the lake. So, on in 2022, on July 4th, seven people were murdered, 48 people were injured when a guy went on top of the building and just started firing upon helpless, defenseless people who were just marching, trying to celebrate the 4th of July, and there's mixed reactions, not from the people in the parade or in the crowd or from the state of Illinois, basically. that The mixed reactions were coming from the politicians. Uh, the govern, governor at the time, and still the governor, Pritzker, immediately said, this is a horrific uh, instance. We have to try to revise gun laws. And, and But at first, I mean, the gun law thing came after, uh, let's cancel the parade, let's uh, do a thing for the victims. Even Billy Corgan from the Smash and Pumpkins got involved. He's a resident of Highland Park. It's probably one of 20 different places where he owns a house. But he, he got involved and used his connections in wrestling. I guess he's a partial owner of the WWE or something, but they did a wrestling event shortly after it. And all the donation, they, um, all of the resources were given to the victims, the victims' families. Well, listen oh, to wow. Now, Pritzker uh, called the perpetrator a monster, uh, said we have to use all state resources and community resources to coordinate with local officials to make sure this doesn't happen again, and he did call for better gun control. Now, on the other end of it, in 2022, there was a guy running against him for governor of Illinois in 2022, which I believe the uh, the actual election happened maybe in November. But Darren Bailey, uh, I was going to call him a few names. I'll let you call him a few names after I say what I have to say. He stepped in and said, you know, this is how I would handle the situation. Uh, he did call it a, a horrific tragedy, but he said, uh, let's not touch any gun control laws. Let's just pray for justice to prevail, and let's move on and celebrate. He might he might as well have he might as well have taken a feet around and just pissed all over the, people, the the survivors. He might as well have yeah. just looked at their graves and said, "You don't matter to me." And yeah. dirty. I want to talk about this. I'm sure you have a few things to say about this. Prayer in politics. Prayer has no place in politics. If that is your number one response as to how to fix the gun control problem in America is to pray, you go to fucking church. You don't go to to your uh, local mayor, you don't go to your local governor and say, what are we going to do? Let's just pray. That is not a solution. You're going to tell me with every single gun shooting that's happened in the past that people haven't prayed that it wouldn't happen again? It's not working. We need tangible re- ways to try to fix this problem, not uh, theological ways because those are two totally separate things. It's like praying. It's like if somebody has cancer and they're sitting on a on a bed in hospital, let's just pray the cancer goes away. No, you have to step in and find very specific solutions to an outgoing problem that is way, way out of control. Uh, and I don't want to ever hear, again, we know we're going to hear this from the right, let's just pray. What do you think about
1: that? Yeah, it's pretty nauseating. Um, and if that works, then then we could but it just never works if there if that was the solution cre- great i think everybody would would be on top of it but it doesn't work uh it's you know it's just like it's it's insulting um and they always say that but then the other part of like of that whole game of <clears throat> of uh of being a good christian is like your actions you have to create the solution to the problem um, they don't do that. They go straight to the prayer shit. They, they they avoid the whole situation and they act like it's hopeless. But they had like I'm I'm gonna go back to it again. They had no problem enacting the Patriot Act and, and and infringing on like everybody, especially uh Muslim and Pakistani and Indian people's uh lives. And it's like, you know, they they're just not going to touch them. I mean, it's so blatantly racist and discriminatory and xenophobic. Uh, it, it, it's it's amazing. Um, you know, you'll see. There was one guy from Georgia. I can't remember his name. One senator and another senator, and uh, after a mass shooting, they had AR-15 pins on their on their collars on their suits, and it's just like. You know it's 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 sick, and I get tired of hearing that. And you know, if there was a Jesus, I'm sure he would be crying or just upset because he's just like you're just you're letting this happen in my name. And it's well, not it's, only that,
0: but he'd be taking action too. I mean, in the Bible, when right. there's corruption in the church, did he just say I'm going to pray for it to go away? Or did he go into the church, turn over tables, and say corruption is not going to happen within my house? I'm going to take action right. to get rid of this and actually exactly. make sure that that the, the word of God is probably being related and not affixed, uh, affiliated with, with money.
1: Right. That's, it's true. And, and it's, so you just get tired of it. And it's become a thing now where guns are connected to the Republicans, like along with, uh, Chris, you know, Christo fascism and uh, white nationalism. Uh, and, you know, it's just, it's just crazy, uh, th- th- this, this shit won't end until they step up, uh, and it's just like the, the, the Republicans who do say something, they're like a minority within, my, within a, within I a, min- I can't talk, within a minority, and, but nothing seriously gets accomplished, like a shooting happens, talk about it, uh, oh, thoughts and prayers, and, you know, that's it. Uh, you, you, after you vow the, when there were so many fuck-ups, you know, the kid who got the gun, then the, then the, then the, how the cops, like, just were acting like a bunch of fucking cowards, um, scared of the, you know, the ar 15 rifle that the, the shooter had. I mean, it's just like, when are you gonna do So how are you gonna prevent it? Because, like, the gun, the, the assault rifle ban worked. You know, when you have, like, stricter gun laws, they fucking work. You know, you look at Australia, they had one mass shooting that was major. It worked. They had one in Scotland. They put, they enacted a, a serious, uh, gun ban, rifle ban, I believe. Or, anyway, that worked. You don't hear about that, but only in America where it's just like, hey, you know what? Let's just make it so much easier because they're going to take a rights. And I swear to God, and the people who always bitch about this shit, who are so paranoid, Like the the whole example of the government's gonna come take your guns, that would never fucking happen, and they don't even need to use that. They can use other methods. I mean, have you seen the U.S. military and what they do around the world? It's like they have drones. If they want to fucking come in and take your shit, why? I mean, which these people act like the government's on their, you know, gonna come after them, and it's like they get kid gloves in in the within the system and how they're treated. So it's I just I just don't get it and it's just uh people are dying, children are dying. You know, anywhere could be a fucking uh uh could be a fucking place of of death and it's like you know, fuck it. Like they just they don't care and I think some of them don't care. And I, I think it's part of their plan, you know, their religious plan of like, well, it's the end of the world. Let people die. You know, we're all going to die anyway. Fuck it. You know, just, you know, push the guns. And, and one more thing real quick, we, you know, weapons are like the biggest national byproduct this country produces out of everything. So it's like, we're gross. And, and I don't know if you've, if you've you ever heard any reports of it, like now, In other countries, they warn of coming to this country. Like, they don't – other countries are – they warn people about coming and visiting because you might get killed. They should, yeah. Yeah, I don't blame them. But it's sad. It's like, what the fuck? Like, we're supposed to be the land of freedom, and you could possibly die anywhere.
0: Yeah, it's hard to feel free when there's so much death. I mean, there's not a lot of freedom in death. Um, so that's a good, this is a good segue into what you're talking about with gun control and different places that okay. enacted it, and they've had some success stories with it. Now, obviously with America, there's a lot of people, the old adage, there's a lot of bad people that have guns. Now, I think the misnomer in there with the right wing is that, and I don't think they want to know the truth. We've said this before about are they being lied to and believing the lies, or do they, Know that they're being lied to, and they don't care, and they just want to look at the Democrats as and the left wing as their biggest enemy. I mean, I sometimes feel that right wingers look at the left wing and think of that they're Al Qaeda, that they're worse than Al Qaeda. I mean, the hatred towards right. the left and the uh, really makes me sick, and it makes me want to just the way that they say we would. Liberalism should be killed, Democrats get' them out of the country. I mean, it makes me feel the same way about about them It's almost like we're not able to live in the same space together. There's a gigantic country, lots of different states with lots of different laws um but it seems like if everything is topsy turvy when a person on the left gets control, um maybe the right wing has as the Congress or the House of reps, so it's hard to you know sometimes uh Presidential, the what do you call that? So the everything that Trump tries to use to say I don't have to go to court, some sort of presidential powers of like uh, you know we're going to create a law that that doesn't have to pass through Congress, which doesn't become a law. It's a temporary law, uh, hmm. as opposed to if if the president or the uh, create creates a, a law that Congress passes into law, then it's harder to remove it. Um, so it seems like when when a Democrat is in Congress, they use the their presidential powers to pass something that gets vetoed immediately the next president comes in, and no progress is really made right. um, you know, obviously, I mean when it comes to gun control, i mean I still hear people saying what what's what's the number one reason why you should have guns I don't want the King of England coming in, and I swear to God, I hear people say, i don't want the King of England coming in and I don't want this person coming in. What about the president doing this? If the military comes to your house, you're fucked. The military comes right. to your house and says, we'll "Kill you." Not that I've ever seen that, unless you ha- unless you're conducting child rape, like David Koresh, or unless you have a warrant out for your arrest that you don't show up for, like Weaver and Ruby Ridge. I mean, I don't know. I don't hear too many instances of the government. When I'm talking about local police, the government right. showing up at your doorstep. Who the fuck are you? Who the hell do yeah. you think that you're so important that the government's paying attention to you and your two-inch dick? Right. You know, and, and if nobody's talking about getting rid of uh, just a rifle or a shotgun or a handgun. You should be able to protect yourself. There's too many people out there with guns where even if tomorrow we said all guns are illegal, there'd be a lot of people that still have them. Uh, right. It might be a, a kind of a, a warfare or, you know, based off of that. So let's talk about gun tr- control. What steps do you think should be taken? What should be outlawed? What should be banned? Where do we go from here?
1: uh stronger background checks red flag laws uh they should stop producing and selling a r fifteens to the public it's a it's a it's a weapon of war um you know like i said stop uh stop with the selling of uh tank busters or fifty millimeter cannons in a store um Just, I mean, if you're a hunter, that's great. And if you're in a, you know, if you're in a marksmanship, that's cool. But, um, they should just make it, I think they should make it harder. There should be more stringent laws. I think, uh, they should have buyback, you know, where you can, you can, you know, sell your, sell your weapons, get them off the streets. Um, I just, uh, stop, don't sell like hollow point weapons or bullets, shells. Um, Oh man, I, I, I mean, I know this kind of, kind of adds to it, but it's like, there's it so much militarization within our, this country, just by clothing, uh, cars and trucks, you know, you see a lot of black on black vehicles, and there's this tone like that, you know, this is it's like, we're so, after 9-11, everything's become so jingoistic, so it's like, I just wish there was an effort to like, kind of skew that, or, you know, change the tone, um, you know, the, the Republicans talk about, like, well, it's, you know, a lot of these people shooters are, have issues with depression and mental illness. Well, it's like, okay, let's put some of that money, take the money from defense and the Pentagon and put it towards, put it towards health, you know, towards put it towards uh, healthcare so people can get uh, therapists, you know, like, uh Let's change, you know, just, change the tone. Like, just, I, I just think they should go hard. Like, and, you know, make it, just make it harder for people to get a gun. It's like, it's like they just let shit pass. Oh, you can, uh, you can make it harder at gun shows to sell a gun and like, you make stricter, you know, precautions to, to sell a gun. I mean, it's just, it's, it's like almost, it's easier to get a gun than it, you know, a gun permit or whatever than it is to get a car. Um, they, you know, people have slipped through the cracks and were able to get just all kinds of weapons, especially, oh, uh, the dark web and the black web. I mean, it's like you can get anything there. Uh, the, you know, the, the feds and the FBI, the CIA, not the CIA, but, you know, law enforcement, the Justice Department, they could go and crack down on that shit, but they don't, you know, and so there's tons of different, different things. What's the
0: number one way that people get around? trying to get a license and having a background
1: check. It's like, I think part of it is, is, uh, is the gun stores and the, and, and, uh, the sellers. You, know.
0: you can go to a gun show. And as far as I, as far as I know, they're not doing background checks of gun shows.
1: No, man. They're, showing weapons,
0: they're selling weapons. You come up, you buy one. And that yeah. defeats the myth then of having to go through a background check and having to go through the different things. Like if you buy one at Walmart, uh, that's the difference in buying them that way. Right. So let's talk about gun control, the, the reason why. Obviously, who is what is gun control meant to protect and what are guns meant to protect? The two different things. Obviously, we've heard you and I have reiterated some reasons why gun lobbyists want guns. Uh, The government, I don't really want to hear about the the government uh, because I'm certainly a lot more scared of uh, gun enthusiasts, wackos with guns, Trump loyalists. Uh, They're certainly a a bigger means of me wanting to have protection besides, of course, like uh, people trying to break and enter in my home, um, which there's an onslaught of that as well across the country. That's That's its own epidemic. Uh, but for those reasons, you know, you should be able to protect yourselves. But when we're talking about who you protect, an adult versus a child, okay, let's start with the child. Oh, well, the number one thing, killing children are guns. Okay, let's, let's immediately look at that and see how we can fix that. Um, and I don't know about you, but when I hear the ex-president of the United States saying things like, uh, if you come after us, we're coming for you, now, nobody's coming for gun owners. Nobody's coming for Trump voters. They're coming for him. The four indictments are about him breaking the law specifically, not about yeah. anybody going, so he's trying to unite his wacko uh, followers and trying to lather them up uh, with all this, you know, they're coming for your guns, they're coming for your freedom, they're coming for your this and that. Then you have, then you have scummy low-life, Trump maggots like Sarah Palin, backing that up, saying thing we need to rise up. What the election? Uh, the, the, but there's no evidence of interference. What? Well, we need to rise up. Well, there's no evidence. Well, we still need to rise up. Why? It seems like the right wing is going only in one direction. The leaders too. Mm-hmm. Anytime they don't get what they want, they threaten with gun violence. Yeah. Anytime that Trump has started this. I mean, who are you more afraid of? Are you more afraid of the government coming to your uh, the government? Or Are you more afraid of, uh, prosecutors who are trying to, um, you know, trying to do the letter of the, the law by making sure that a criminal, a criminal like Trump gets indicted? Now that any time you have a, a prosecutor now, they're, they're being, um, hit with these, um, you know, people, threats, these threats of violence about people coming to their homes, their, their kids' schools, all this stuff is out there. Trump publishes what he thinks is Obama's address. Within an hour, there's an assassin there with a rifle looking to take him out. Right. We know exactly what they're trying to do. They're trying to use these gun nuts to silence justice and to silence the left wing. This isn't coming from the from the left wing. I mean, what what do you you think about this? This Those people trying to use violence to overthrow the country. I can't think of another way to say it.
1: Yeah, no, I agree, and uh, I get tired of it. And every time the guy Trump opens his mouth, somebody interprets something horrible and they act upon it. Um, I'm I'm more concerned about militias and uh, what I call them, white trash terrorists, where they're just like, they just, uh, you, you'll see them like, uh, there was a report of a bunch of his fans in front of Trump Tower in New York, and some of them were packing. Like, a lot of them, they can just walk around with ARs and just hang out. Patriot Front, uh, the Three Percenters, the, uh, Proud Boys, the Boogaloo Boys, uh, all these groups, and they can walk around. They complain about shit. They complain about they're the victims and they're, you know, they're trying to protect, but it's like, it's like, uh, they're, they're the fucking ones that are biggest threat. And like I said, they're, they're within the system too. So I'm a little concerned about the, the government too, as well, because Trump had a lot of support from like the FBI and, uh, you know, the military, you see, you know, people overseas were flying the Trump flag instead of the U.S. flag, uh, in Afghanistan and Iraq. Um, I, I, you know, and a lot of those fuckers come back, veterans who are n- newly nut job trained and, uh, they come back and they're like a super threat to our society. And it's just, uh, it, it's crazy. And like I said, they could just go to a store and just, then just buy a weapon. And it's, you know, it's just, uh, it's, it's making things so much more difficult to to live in this country.
0: Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't have to feel threatened with violence when you're upholding the law. If you're a national prosecutor, you shouldn't have to feel threats of violence if you're going to a protest, to protest, I don't know, a statue of a slave owner, and you want it to come down. Um, It just seems like also any type of peaceful protests are ending in – violence. I know there's a long history of this going back to I remember Kent State in 1970 where in Ohio there was a protest against the Vietnam War and basically people came out and I don't know if it was the government or if it was local authorities came out and just started opening fire. And we know in the Democratic Convention of 1968 uh, good old, uh, who was that, the mayor,
1: um, Mayor Daly, Senior. Mayor Daly,
0: the father of, yeah, Mayor Daly, Senior, beloved by some people, I don't know, just told the police to open fire on, on the protesters, uh, which should be a right. That's an American right. When you're actually impeding people's rights and using violence, that is as much of a dictatorship that I can think of when you're enforcing your, laws or rules through a gun rather than legislation which is what the country is supposed to be about the whole thing about the democratic process is you bring it to a vote how many people are voting for this for how many people are voting for that okay you win more people voted for this and this is a people trying to sidestep that and saying no my opinion is more important and I'm going to act that out by shooting you yeah it's dangerous dirty Go ahead and and I want if there's anything else about the subject I want you to riff improv, I mean if you want to go back to mass shootings anything about gun control anything about Juno, um, the floor is yours.
1: Oh, I was just gonna say I grew up with, uh, you know, I grew up I had friends that, you know, would you know buy guns because they hunted, um, but it, you know it, it wasn't like any any serious weapons but it was like shotguns or thirty out six you know, hunting rifles, uh, you know, pistols for shooting. But it wasn't, like, crazy like it is now. And um I had a friend a couple years ago with my wife when I went to go visit, and he was buying a gun from this other guy. And, the, and my friend at the time, he, you know, he's on meds. I think he's on antipsychotics. And it's like it was no problem for him to, like, just buy a new hunting rifle. And it's like – I just think it's so lax and dangerous i I also spoke to a woman uh, who was afraid to send her daughter to school because she just worried that it's just too dangerous uh it it's we just live in a in a fucking in a scary society and it's like i'm they're talking about after you've all the or they've been talking about this, but like Having veterans, be you know, encouraging veterans to become teachers or getting teachers to, you know, take, you know, training and, and to purchase weapons when they don't even have – a lot of teachers don't even have the money to fucking, like, to have the money to buy supplies. And it's like, how is that supposed to work where if you get a kid who learns about where your gun's stored at, what if they sneak in and get your gun? And shoot you in the class. I mean, there's like, there's all these factors and it's like, you gotta be fucking, you gotta be kidding me. Um, I, I just so like I said, I, I, I don't, I had, I knew if, you know, my son had a friend, my, my, my youngest son had a friend and he has an arsenal of weapons and he always bragged about him, and it was like super easy for him to get some. I just, uh, it's just too crazy. Like it's not like it used to be. I mean, you know, growing up in Alaska, it's like you you know you understand people have guns that go hunting, but it's now it's like it it, it just changed. The tones changed, and it, I don't know, man. It, it, it's it, it's scary, and I uh part of me is just just doesn't feel the same anymore as I used to about living in this country. It's embarrassing, too. It's a shame.
0: There's so many great things about about America. There's things that we have to work on. And it's one of those things where if you feel like your vote matters, if you feel like the system works, if you feel like there's the, the separation of the government, separation of church and state, uh, some of these great things that the country was founded on, uh, and as time goes on, all of the other things that we've, Mentioned in our previous podcasts, are people, is there equal rights, uh, women at work, minorities with representation both in government and in business? Um, Is there, um, you know, can you feel safe in your community? Uh, Can you feel safe having your children outside of the house and not being supervised Mm -hmm. at certain times? I mean, if you're a parent these days. Do you feel like you always have to watch your child or they're going to get snatched up? Um, All these things, child trafficking, there's some very scary things that parents are dealing with these days that they weren't dealing with back in the day. Now, I know before I said, oh, all the nuts wanted to go back to 1950s and 1960s. Well, some of the negative trends that are happening certainly are for the worst. So I'm not saying that there aren't things back that were a simpler time. That made the country a simpler a more simple country. Uh the big thing is detecting who is causing this unrest and who is making life so much worse because there's an old saying about ten percent of the people are causing ninety percent of the problems. So there's yeah. there's gonna be the small minority that if they go unchecked and if we don't have severe laws to punish them and detract future crime then it seems like it's only going to get worse because my last thing i was going to point to dirty is where do we go from here if the laws go unchecked and unchanged where are we going to be in 10 years is the biggest mass shooting not going to be 870 863 injured like in las vegas is it going to be 2000 injured One uh, of these people going to pair up and and kind of like the I know this wasn't a gun death, but the Oklahoma City bombing of 1993 was a couple of people uh plotting something together. Um, we know militias have plotted real weird stuff, like capturing the the governor of Michigan. John, and, uh, yeah, if, wait if you remember me. that case I'm about trying? The point is, is that there's a way to get things done, and it seems like there's. This is minority of people that don't believe in democracy and no. the fact that the majority of the people should decide. The majority should decide how we move forward. Mostly, as far as what types of how the rules, what we can do to fix things. And yes, yeah. I'm with you, man. It's America it can be. This is a very sad episode to do. I don't know how else to say it. It's tough doing this. that. Is- it's tough reporting this. It's tough doing the research that we do, um, and getting in this mindset to try to make a change, you know. But that's really what it's all about—is to try to make change for the better. I mean, I don't know. If nobody's trying to uh, take away rights from from citizens, uh, from lawful citizens. But guess what? If you're if you're a lawful gun owner, instead of looking at the government and say, "How dare you come down on me?" Why don't you take a look at the fucking shooters? And people like Trump who are egging them on and saying, "You're the one that's causing me and my life to be upended and for me to not have my freedoms." Not the government, okay? Right. The government is trying to put these in, in 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 place to protect people. That's their fucking job. That's one of the few things that the government is there to do. The military is there to protect us uh, from external threats. Uh, government is trying to put laws in place to help protect us within our own country. Um, so that, that's what it's there for. And like I said, if you don't like it, if if you're angry, turn to the people that are ruining it for you, which are mm-hmm. the mass shooters and all these. And instead of actually putting them up on a pedestal, put them in a specific place as far as them, their names, and their history, and a, play, a, a thing about what not to do, and who are the most evil people on the planet, and who is not a real American. And it's the, the mass shooters and the people that are trying to bend and form everything around them rather than our country as a whole.
1: Yeah. I, uh, All right. we, we shouldn't, we, we shouldn't forget like two things. There were Kyle Rittenhouse who was a minor who shouldn't have had a gun. He was able to get one cause his friend went and bought him one. No problem. Killed two people, got away with it because the system was in favor of him. Cause the judge basically like fucking held his hand the whole way. fake crier and then you had the Vegas Uh. shooter you had the Vegas shooter who was like he was able to bring in like he had like what three rifles and like thousands of rounds of ammunition and he had one of those uh bump stock devices attached to the weapon so he just like it was like this machine of of death just going around and it's like so what do you say about that you know and uh it's just like it's got. There's got to be a stronger system too. I mean, they have no problem pulling people over and racially profiling people and putting people in prison for bullshit. But like, man, it just they just cannot stop mass shooters and preventing like fucking crazy people with <laughs> with racist uh, ideologies from getting a weapon and going out committing mass murders. The, the incident you talked about in Highland Park, that guy was a white nationalist and he plainly talked about killing people. Uh there's another guy the a white nationalist who was like 18 recently who had swastikas written on his gun. Fucking uh and he killed himself like a pussy. Um and you know, he he was hyped up from, you know, the internet and I mean it's just, you know, not all of them are white nationalists, but it's like it doesn't this is the way things are right now. It doesn't prevent people. Um you could also you'd also connect uh real quick Workers, how you treat your employees? Because one mass shooter, this little guy, I believe he was Asian. He worked at a he worked at a farm or somewhere, and he was getting screwed, and he shot up that place because his 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 employer was like was like stiffing him pay or some shit. So it's just like if you treat people like shit, man, it's like there's a million ways to go around and get some payback, and it's it's horrible, and it's like it's just. uh it, it, it's like, do you like this? Do you, you like this fucking the way things are? <clears throat> We're being laughed at and people are scared of us. Like they you know, you have these like, there's these TikTok, TikTok, uh, videos of people who go to other countries and like one of the things they feel is like, uh, they travel and they don't have that weird paranoia or like anxiety that they would hear of shooters and, and, and hate. And, you know, they just go and do it and Europeans or, you know, the people in those countries that are hosting them, they, they don't get it. Like they don't understand us.
0: Yeah. And, uh, there's plenty of things about America. You know what else it's weird how there's little things about America that outside people, there's the, we look at some outside countries and say, how could you eat a monkey? Or how could you do some kind of ritual? How can you put a big lip disc in your lip and, and stretch your lip out or mass bearing we, we look at some other cultures and say, how do you do that? And then other countries look at us and look at um, hazing. How weird of a thing is, is hazing like in, in, in colleges and stuff like that? Why would you drink 30 beers in, in three hours, and how is that a ritual that makes you a man? Or It's weird how different countries look at different countries and say, that's weird how you do that. The one thing nobody can argue about again is the amount of guns and the amount of violence. Yeah. Uh, and we had mentioned before, you had mentioned about some of the reasons that people trying to say about some guy shooting up his, his work because he was mistreated at work. There's always a legal resource to use sure. rather than violence, to try to get things done. That's what the message are trying to say here. There is something to, the, when it talks about research about why people do things, I am curious about teens and young people and how they feel ostracized from communities and schools and friend groups. Um, I do think that bullying is a big, uh, I mean, I remember it heavily when I was in school. How it makes you angry, and if you feel like you have nobody to turn to, uh, you have no resource to try to stop the bleeding, of uh, whatever it is, if it's you feeling, uh, like, like you, you don't have a friend in the world. Uh, I right. think these kind of things, I mean, another, there, there's no law against who could be a parent. But if, if you're a parent, you really need to be in tune and in touch with your child and see changes in their behavior. Um, are they stopping eating? Are they are they constantly by themselves and isolated? Look at their behavior and try to get help. I think that's the biggest thing. That's you know, no flash. Our simple little yeah, with our simple little podcast here. I, I don't know. I'm not a parent, but if I was, man, I would really be in tune as much as possible. To, the fact that you have at least a healthy child, you know if you yeah. have a healthy child, lives a healthy normal lifestyle, you don't smother that child. But if you have a case where you're really wondering are, are they into are they into guns a lot, are they into violent, um, violent entertainment, I guess. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying, go after video games. I'm not saying go after movies or music at all they might misinterpret that into whatever their hardship they're feeling and feel that that's a, they'll take an unrealistic situation and try to make it a realistic solution to something that, that doesn't go together if they're, not, if they're not right in the head. And there's been a lot of cases of people that do this that their parents were like, yeah, I did wonder about them, but I just didn't get, get around to getting them any help. Or friends around would say, you know, I noticed it. I don't know why the parents didn't. Yeah. So it's, it's such a responsibility to be a parent of a child and to make sure that they're living a healthy lifestyle and going in the right direction. Um. So what, Mister Dirty? Do you have anything, any other things to cover about this subject before we boot scoot it out of here?
1: No, I think we're good. I think we covered a lot.
0: Okay, and to everyone listening, we we do commonly uh turn to if we have a previous podcast, we might mention something about that previous podcast in a future podcast. For instance, uh, with uh, uh, Dirty has mentioned a couple of times the Hawaii situation and the aftermath of because it's a living, breathing story, a lot of these things that we're covering are living, breathing stories that are current problems in society that we will probably talk about in the future. We might even do a part two on some of these, so um, if you're interested, please look out for that. Uh, thank you for tuning into our podcast. The next thing I think we have coming up, a few different things. Again, I'm, I, we're trying to conduct interviews and uh, maybe have some uh, a few quasi sort of celebrities that we uh, interview and can and put that on on our channel here. But that's to be determined and to be finalized. Uh, the next immediate one that I know of is 90s horror movies, uh, if I didn't mention that earlier, and maybe something like Income Equality. or I mean, We have all kinds. of, We have so many ideas to get to about this. If you have any ideas for us, please let us know. Contact us with any opinions or comments. We're on all the major pla- uh, podcast platforms along with YouTube. If you want to email us, www.masterblasterpodcasters.com on behalf of chief dirty mouth i am jesus thank you much for tu- so much for tuning in we'll talk to you next time
1: all right